The following is a presentation of GeekGamer.tv. You're watching live recorded coverage of the Professional and Amateur Pinball Association's Tournament Circuit Final from Scott Township, Pennsylvania at the PAPA headquarters. Circuit Final coverage is brought to you by PAPA, the Professional and Amateur Pinball Association. For more information about this circuit and other events across the country, visit papa.org. With Tim Turney being eliminated in round two, in this group we welcome Adam Becker in round number three with Brian Shepard, Sean Grant, and Daniele Acciari. They're going to be playing Iron Man in the endurance phase of the Papa Circuit Final 2012 here in Scott Township, Pennsylvania. The winner will receive $100. Last place goes home. We're now playing some Iron Man, and Daniele is already done. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that was a, a difficult start there, I suppose. Sean Grant uh, taking over as player three, and Iron Man, a game that is uh, has a lot of brutal grains. Uh, the, side the side shaking is nece necessary. Uh, there are two main strategies in this game. One is to shoot ramps, as uh, what Sean Grant was employing there. And he hit a post in the middle and went right down, right down the center. Uh, the aggressive shake saves are probably a good idea, but that ball went so fast that uh, there was really nothing to do about it. <laughs> We're almost all the way through ball one. Iron Man is uh, a really uh, challenging game in that regard. And uh, ball saves are, are the norm. Brian earns other ball saves. Had a nice ball save in the middle of demo man. Uh, so one strategy is to shoot ramps for points. The other strategy is to shoot the left and right loops to raise this guy up the middle that Brian's just done called the Ironmonger. And the Ironmonger needs to then be hit six times. Now, this is trouble because the Ironmonger also has a very large magnet, and you just saw the magnet there in, act in action. Right in front of that monger, the magnet will throw your ball around and control right down the side, right down the middle. It's uh, it's just out now of control. It, the best you can hit the magnet. You can hit the monger on the very edge, like Ryan just did. And if you do that, the magnet won't get you. And the last shot, the sixth shot, starts multi-ball, so you don't have to worry about that. During multi-ball, the rules behave the same as they did before the multi-ball. Shoot the spinners to bring up the monger. And there it is. And then you must hit the monger six times. So consistent rules, you know, it's, it, if the player is brand new to pinball, they will kind of know what to do to get the monger up, shoot spinners, comes up, what do I do? Hey, there's a giant thing in the middle of the bash, let me bash it. Wow, that was uh, cool. Oh, the disappointing multi-ball there. Oh, that, that was not a good move. That was a very poor decision there. Uh, he's he's getting, he's going to get maybe another 150,000 250, points for that shot and, and taking the risk of exactly what we saw. Better there to, to go back to single ball play 
make some goals, get the monger back up. Uh, Adam Becker comes around for ball for his ball two, and you see that he has raised the monger, so the player will keep their progress on these goals from ball to ball. But uh, what Brian did was to basically cash in like an extra mini jackpot at the end of the multi-ball, and in doing so, he took a, a rather large risk that uh, did not pay off. Adam Becker qualified for the circuit final by winning this tournament, the Pinburg tournament, a year ago. He's from the Toronto, Canada area, from Keswick, Ontario. And he's been a, a player who has risen in the ranks through study, through play, through just learning the game over the last 10 years. Uh, I first met I first met Adam, he was a C-level C player, he was an ABC. Uh, he was a C-level player, rose up the ranks within C to become the top C player. Moved on to B, rose up the ranks to become a top B player, ended up winning the B division at the Pop-Up Championship one year. Uh, moved up to A, and has basically been an A fixture ever since. So uh, let's re-explain that to everybody there. What, what's going on here? Okay, so we have a we have a situation where uh, now I, I saw Sean Grant's ball and I thought it was a terrible ball, but it turned out it was uh, it was a game malfunction where the machine shot the ball in the play before Sean was ready to start, start the ball. Uh, I don't know. We don't know why that happened. It's the mechanical nature of the game and the decision is that Sean will receive one more ball at the end of all of this to add on to his score. Okay. All right. So he'll keep his score, but he'll also get one more turn at the very end. And that can be, oh, oh. that's a bad break for, for Adam. He needs two more shots on the monger on ball three to start multi-ball. And he picked this game. Uh, it is uh, it's a dangerous game to pick for this very reason. There's a lot of randomness, a lot of bad luck. And so far, uh, Adam has definitely been the recipient of, of bad luck. But right now that ball is way out of control for Daniele, and uh, there's, there's not much you can do about it except. Now, are those outlines set really wide, so you're pretty much screwed if it hits over there? Yeah, you're not completely screwed. You can see some rubber posts on the inlane and on the outlane. Okay. But uh, it's very difficult. They are wide, and, and they come into play extremely often. Also, the thing that comes into play here is that the inlane outlane divider is much lower physically than the slingshot. So that area over there has used, uh, a lot of games are like this. They had the slingshot. Two more shots, one more shot. One more shot, the monger there. There So you can see those lights on the left side. There's a slingshot, an inlane, and an outlane. And if the outlane is positioned as low as it is on Iron Man, it makes it very difficult to save a ball. You have to make really strong decisions about when a ball needs to be shaped. Shaken, shooken, 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 not stirred. Uh, or you know that happens. What did all three of those balls go down? All at the all, yeah, almost all, all at the same time. Yeah. So, and uh, and although one could argue that's bogus, it's uh, all right. So, so we got goes. another little controversy going on here. Yeah. So, Sean is. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. But, uh, this is. Uh, he was the only back at Kevin at something. I'm not sure. Hey man, we're winning money here. Playing pinball live, live on the internet. Live, uh, 
Sean was uh, Sean was the feature. Right. Hold on. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, Sean was featured in a documentary produced in the early 2000s called Balls of Steel. Ah. Uh, uh, it was about a 20-minute-long documentary about competitive pinball. And it shows him playing in events in 02 and oh, 03. Oh, and, and that's that. Uh, Sean's gotten a little older, but uh, some, some, some things change, some things don't change. And uh, Competitiveness Sean, never Sean changes. Sean is a very competitive player. Yeah. And if you talk to him when he's not playing pinball, He's like this, he's this nice, neat guy. He's, he's a guy. When you, when, you, uh, when you see him playing pinball, he transforms into the storm. <laughs> uh, and and that's, that, that is a self-proclaimed nickname. Uh, he doesn't use it so often, but uh, like in the past, in tournaments when I first met him, his, his, his name for pinball purposes was Sean Grant, the storm. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess you're the storm, okay? Uh, and it served him well. It's, it fits his personality, and uh, he he has a good time. It's hard to tell that at times because you, you look at him getting so animated and grunting at the game, or flipping out when that was a great there, outlay. There's big by, money here at stake right now. You got a hundred dollars cash per game, and per then game. at the end of it, the champion gets what? Champion will get twenty-five hundred dollars additional to any of the hundred dollar bills that they won during the games, uh, and they will win. The, uh, the Papa Champion belt, which which will show off. We we keep we keep teasing it. Oh, hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, just uh, just uh, just do that in my general direction. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the champion belt uh, is is the the award, the trophy, if you will, uh, and uh, the player will even earn a spot in the circuit final next year, regardless of how they do another one. Uh, just, just in total, it's if you call the trophy worth money, it's more. But uh, it's basically going to be about three thousand dollars. There's a nice multi-ball start by Brian Shepard. He starts with other multi-balls, the machine. other multi-ball in the game called War Machine. There are actually three multi-balls in this game, but you see Monger more often than the others. War Machine, you have to get, shoot these annoying blue lights on the game eight times, uh, and most players don't don't do that. They don't succeed at that because. They're annoying blue targets that send the ball right back at you, and you're likely to drain. Now that's that might be the end of the multi-ball here, and if that is, yeah, it's disappointing. Got a, another bogey shot. There. But he's got bogey mode going. This right is now, an so. example. This is also a good example of stacking, bringing something in that supports it. So he started a frenzy round called bogey. A frenzy round is this round where all shots are worth are worth the value. Uh, and ramps and loops are worth an increasing number of points. And then he started a multi-ball where ramps and loops are worth points. So he's already shooting for ramps and loops. And then he brings in something that makes them worth even more. That's a million. He's Everything's a million. This is, a uh, this is a great round. Oh, uh, Brian. Uh, <laughs> uh, missed shot to the left loop. Led to a drain. But uh, two and a half million in bonus besides. That is uh, strong. Uh, now, he is fourth player, but uh, with that... Add a ball that we're seeing from Sean Grant. Kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. Normally, as player four, you'd be like, "All right, I might not even need to play my ball." And this is uh, Adam trying to start the multi-ball. Oh, Harry there, and he's got the multi-ball start that he needed. And now we'll see if he can finish off the monger during the multi-ball. Need a, a loop shot to bring him up. And he's uh, getting drained during the ball save time, so that will come back for three balls. Now you need to hit the monger six times. One, 
Oh, that's one. He missed it the first time. I guess he glanced off. Three. With three balls in play, sometimes you can have balls collide into each other, and they can be good or bad. Sometimes balls collide into each other, and they save each other. Sometimes they collide and die. Uh, good time to get control here. The super jackpot is lit. It's right up the middle, and it's three million points. So if you can hit that middle shot, flashing purple right now, and there's about three seconds left for him to do it right here in the grace period. Yes! Wow. And we got a solo fist pump action there from Adam. Adam uh, definitely animated to take a few seconds just to, to <laughs> chill back out from that. You know, Very first nice. this, this first game jitters, and then you're and then you got ball three jitters. Uh, that his first two balls didn't go so hot, but uh, Adam is an excellent player, and you got we, we saw it just we saw it just right there. <laughs> yeah, having every game be an elimination game is this, that makes circuit final different from really any other pinball tournament. Uh, you usually you get a couple oh, games to warm up. Wow. In Pinburg this weekend, players will be playing 40 games. It's the aggregate of all 40 games that determines whether they make finals or not. And this, as you saw with uh, Pete Hendricks, it can be one and out. Yep. Oh, oh, and he uh, nudged, looked like he only might, nudged it out. Uh, that was that was a good choice. I think that he really? would have drained if he hadn't made that nudge. But uh, you got to try. And Adam is definitely a player who will always try to save a ball. He's not going to let it go. In that case, Danielli lets it go because his ball save is still on. Yeah. There's no danger in letting it go. There would be danger in shaking because if you shake and you tilt, you lose. But Danielli that was very dangerous. What? A, that's a nice move there. That's a great catch move on the left footer. So right now, he, you know, he's not feeling very safe with six, eight, seven million. No, it says Sean Grant has two balls to play. But here's, yeah. here, here we're going to see Danielli's incredible shot making. Uh, he is going to make these shots, and he's going to get a big Probably going to start the uh, bogey mode. He's got one more to go to start bogey, and he's missing the left ramp some, so he may be going away from that shot. There he goes. He's got it. Yeah. As you miss shots, if you're if you're smart about your shot making, you realize how you're missing. You know that you're, I missed that one. Oh, And uh, there uh. he missed it again. He was missing them too late. Missed that one too late, and that is a, that is a major missed opportunity, but he did pick up a lot of points from all of those ramps. From starting bogey, it's 10 million on the board for him. And uh, he's got a reasonable lead over Sean. But Sean has two balls. Sean has this ball, and then he'll get one more ball in a new game to add to his score. Now, is that sometimes a bad thing? Because you're starting brand new. You have to start from scratch. You're not building that's gone. any balls oh, or, that's gone. or bogey or anything. You're starting fresh. Yeah, it can be a good thing, and it can be a bad thing. It can be a good thing because sometimes goals are more easily achievable at the beginning of a game than later. Right. For example, the first Monger multi-ball only requires like one or two spinners to bring the guy up, but the second one, like, yeah. it takes eight spinners or something. I don't know the numbers. But uh, goals tend to get harder over time, so your first go-through at something is usually pretty easy. So if you get a free ball on a new game, you can go take that, uh, call it the low-hanging fruit. You can go chase the low-hanging fruit for a while. Now it looks like Sean Grant's been eliminated, but he's not. He's got 2.46 million. He needs 10 million points. So he's going to need 7.5 million on this next block. Actually, 7. Point, yeah, 7.58 million. We'll he's put him over the top, and uh, he's got to refill the tokens here. And all the games are on token play here. We donate the tokens to charities, uh, and uh, just in the past year, we've raised over $25,000 for charities through tournaments here at Pop Headquarters. Uh, in, in the aggregate of all the tournaments here, 
We've raised over one hundred thousand dollars. Now in he's gets he gets one ball, you guys. This so is just it. One ball. One he ball. Needs eight million at least. One on ball, ball says it all, right here. And uh, I, I I don't have confidence in the successor. He has not shown really anything good, and, and he's starting to go into. Uh, Personally, if it was me with an extra opportunity, I'd just be going for bogey. I I just go for bogey mode. And that's what he's doing here. I don't agree with this. I I, I would rather go for longer. I know it's risky because you can hit the monger and drain, but uh, the shot making is is really difficult. And oh, that's a save there. He might take it away, and, and that's it. That'll be all for Sean Grant. Sean eliminated in the 18th place. The storm is over. All clear. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Uh, it's 18th place for Sean. 100 bucks for his participation in the circuit final, and a uh, solid player. He uh, probably deserved a little better there, but uh, he will be back. And Sean Grant, great player. I watch Balls of Steel on YouTube. Uh, if you look at look for it, it's a short pinball documentary, about 20 minutes long, about Sean and some other players. Shows a little bit of the style of oh, hey, what the heck? Well, we're going to be moving. What's stuff all around. this then? That's Roy Wills behind us from uh, from the Netherlands, one of the top European players. Papa doesn't run a, a circuit in Europe just yet. But uh, if we ever get around to doing that, I bet you he'd help out. That Roy right. will. Well, he may help out, but he'll he'll, he'll, probably he'll be more likely to win. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, he will want to win. Roy is a highly competitive player. He comes to Papa every year from the Netherlands to compete. Every single time he's tried to qualify for finals, he's made it. Uh, every I'm, single tournament he's been to Papa, he's made the final rounds. I, I'm chasing as that's uh, Bowen Karen's world champion pinball player. You're, I mean, former, you're, former you're, world even champion. Even though you're not current, you're still a world champion. It's like, uh, you know, you're the, uh, like a president. It's always still yeah. Be I will be, I will be president Karens or <laughs> champion, champion Karens for all eternity, I suppose. So uh, we're trying to figure out what's the, what's the next game. Once again, to recap, at the conclusion of round three, we saw the elimination of Sean Grant, but in round four, we welcome a newcomer. That's Robert Gagno, and we're going to go back and play some Demolition Man. Keep it right here on YouTube, pinball.org, papa.org for some more action from the tournament circuit here in Scott Township, Pennsylvania.